I think it's is it right after this? Deep voice. That's what friends are for. It's actually me. Did you know that? One of my first jobs as a pre-cast member was the, they were like, Greg, you have the deepest voice and the most testosterone of anyone we know. Can you please just record this little piece of this song for us? And I thought, you know what? Yes. I will. Thank you so much. I'm so privileged. It was more like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am here this morning. <laughs> That's it. She's just here. I, uh, I'm drinking some coffee this morning. Okay. A little different for me. I usually have something else caffeine-wise, um, but I do love coffee. Um, but I think part of why I'm so kind of sleepy this morning is something abruptly abruptly woke me up at like 8 o'clock this morning. Okay. And I'm a really light sleeper. So I was like in the middle of a dream and this like woke me out of that. And so it sounded like something fell in like outside of the bedroom, like somewhere in the living room or kitchen area. So I kind of laid there for a minute like, oh, I don't even want to know what that probably was. It could be a bunch of different things. So I finally got up and looked around and I couldn't find anything. So then that was kind of irritating because I'm like, whatever this was. Yeah, it was super loud. Um and I was like, there was all these things that I was checking because I'm like, well, it could have been this, could have been this. Couldn't find anything. So I went back to bed, um, which some of you are probably like, you went back to bed at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little lazy, especially on the weekends. Um, so anyways, I finally figured out what it was. Last night, we made some beverages, some um, adult beverages. And part of the recipe of the drink we made um, it is Prosecco, like Prosecco's in or whatever. So we had a bottle. Well, I went to like make my coffee and I realized the stopper to the Prosecco bottle was on the counter mm-hmm. and the bottle was like open. And so I think, I don't know, somehow the pressure in there, it like popped. Oh my gosh. Which this is a very heavy um, wine stopper. Like it's a very heavy wine stopper. I think that's what made the sound when it popped off of the the bottle and it hit the counter. It sounded like something like fell in crap. Something crowd. big. Like, yeah. So I was like interesting i guess it just took all night for the pressure to build up in there enough to like pop it out of the i don't know what i'm thinking is at night your dogs are deciding to turn up and they just went right for that prosecco well no because they're with me like they're in their room so i knew it wasn't them like it even woke tango up so that was a thing we both like popped our heads up and she like looked at the door and i was like i don't know what that was but then when i went to make my coffee i was like oh my gosh the thing the prosecco thing popped out of this bottle of prosecco i didn't know like i don't know I guess I don't drink it enough to know that the bubbly makes like that kind of. It was the 1000th happy haunt. Probably. Visiting you. In our house. For reals. I, well, I had just recently hung this like sign up and I kind of hung it with like tacks. Like I put some tacks to like hold it in place. So I thought maybe that had popped off of the like top of our windowsill thing. Yeah. But it wasn't that. See, so this is anyway. the reason I will never hang something on the wall above our bed because I'm 
convinced I'm going to get decapitated in the oh, middle yeah. of Oh, yeah. I don't have anything hung there, but no. um, do you want me to tell you what the name of the drink was? Yes. You may have to edit this out. So a okay. friend of ours, they made up a – we have a friend that owns a wine – like a wine bar. Mm-hmm. And so they were over there like making up drinks the other day, and they made this one, and it's called <laughs> in a glass. <laughs> So that's what we were making last night. Oh was my gosh! Anyways, you may have to edit that out, or just put an adjective in there. You know, I'll just you know we'll we'll make it fancy. It's one of mm-hmm. those drinks that's kind of hard to swallow. So listen, I um <laughs> have been coming off of my Magic Kingdom visit You're high. high. Yes, Leg- a legitimate one. And <laughs> on Monday, so the day that this episode releases, we'll be going to Epcot for our cast member preview. And it's not the whole day. I'll be there just at night, which is fine. Because I got to work. I can't get that day off. I was very could fortunate. You have done every, could you have done every park if you wanted to? No. Um, we were each okay. allowed one, but because Nicole and I are both, we each got one. So we're ah. taking the other to the other. If that makes you guys sense. are schmod. You're so schmod. Yes. Well, I mean, we have other friends who, um, like, among the four of them, they're going to all four parks and they're sharing. Because you can bring up to three people with you. So, like, they're just rotating yeah, okay, around. So that makes sense. Because there yeah. were some people that I had already seen in two separate parks. And I was like, how... Yep. I, didn't, I didn't think they could do that. I guess it's because they're all like buddies in there. They probably know somebody. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. And at work this week, I learned something and hmm. I can't find out if it's actually true. So I'm giving homework to okay. people. Okay. Please. The next time you're in Hollywood Studios, and maybe it might be a while, but just remember this. You have to go over to the entrance area of Galaxy's Edge. So if you're entering from what used to be Streets of America, butting up against the Muppets Courtyard, I was told that the loop area music, you know how the lands and the parks always have music playing in the background, fine. That there's a piece of the the music in there um, where Imagineers re, I guess, like orchestrated or what's what I'm looking for, rearranged the Wu-Tang Clan song um i don't know the name of it but it's the ca- the cash rules everything around me song like that no. um and they say that it's actually that song that's playing but no one would know because it doesn't like obviously it doesn't have the exact same sound but it's that song do we have a clip of that song no here's the thing i can't find the loop area music and i didn't want to download that because no, I, I, I can't play most of it Wu-Tang, the wu-tang song uh yes here it is So if anything sounds like that when you're in Hollywood Studios near the Galaxy's Edge Batu entrance, then it is correct. We're going to need to do a side-by-side. Yeah, we're going to need um, to hear it. I was going to say, while you are on your high, I've been on an emotional roller coaster because I keep watching everyone's videos. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe maybe we shouldn't cancel our passes. But then I'm like, I don't know. Then when I think about the logistics, I'm like, no, we're, it's just not going to happen for us. So we're going to cancel. Okay. And then I'm like, but then... But then I don't know because it looks so great. And then I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so I keep having to talk myself out of it um, because I don't know if I think I'd mentioned this, that we had made the executive decision to cancel mm-hmm. our passes. Yes. Um, but part of me, too, is, well, again, hopefully the sad part is that we would cancel. But the nice part is that that money could go towards us going to another park around the world because Doug and I really want to take a tour around yeah. the world to other parks. Uh, Disneyland Paris is the next one we really we really want to go to. So. Anyways, moving on. What moving are we doing on. today? We're, We're doing our uh, Disney sounds that we love, part deux. 
been missing some Disney yes. sounds in my life. Well, that's the thing. So during our quarantine or during our shutdown or during our furlough, whatever you want to call that that three-month right. period that's still going on for most right. people I know. 2020. Yeah. Um, we were listening to Disney music in the background of the house. You know, I, uh, I don't know if anyone else is as this level of nerd as me, but I have multiple Google Homes set up. So that, you know, you play one and they all play. So like any, almost any room you're in in the house, it's the same music, you know, walking room to room. Oh, yeah. So often I would, it would be like a, a, you know, Disney Magic Kingdom, let's say something area music loop or whatever. And that's what like kept us going while we were That'll keep the government out of your house. They're like, oh, just, we don't need to listen to them. This loser. (laughs) Yes. And then of course, when I was in Magic Kingdom, I was reunited with some sounds that I didn't realize I had loved so much until I heard them and got weepy eyed. So I thought, what a great combination. And I'm sure you're more in the boat of like things you're listening to, to keep you sane. Yeah, mine are more like, I'm really sad that I'm not going to hear this for a while in person. So. Yes. So then we, uh, a part two of our collection of, of Disney sounds we love. You want to get us started? What's your what's your first sound oh, you want to introduce us to? Jumping right into it. Yeah. Um, I didn't have my notes up. Okay, so the first one for me, you're probably going to laugh, uh, but it's the Move It, Shake It parade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ever stop and watch it. It yes. just happens. So we always just happen to be around Main Street mm-hmm. when it comes through. I feel like it's just that part in the afternoon where it's we're, we're either like taking a break or I'm like going to grab. So many times I've said it before, it almost never failed that I would be in line at Starbucks. <laughs> when the parade would start yeah and so now i just kind of miss it and y'all it's super catchy like it's i mean it's it's a disney parade song but it is very catchy and if it doesn't make you want to dance something's wrong with you something's wrong i mean obviously this was yeah and it happens multiple times on a regular day you know when back when parades were a thing multiple times but now at magic kingdom they are still sending one move it shake it float down the parade route and it's right. multiple times a day so you're still going to get your fix of the music in the park right. so don't worry it's like, ju- it's like just enough of it i mean and even doug like even when it would come on doug would start singing we'd be like come on everybody put your oh yeah on. so here's a, a little clip of yes. move it shake it Why is it so good? I know. It's Come like on, legit. everybody, put your ears on. I know. It makes so much sense. But literally, if you just watch everybody around you, no matter where you are, if you can hear, I mean, people just kind of start shrugging. Their, they're doing yeah, there's some shoulders, like some some feet are tapping. Yeah. Ugh, I miss oh, it. Oh, my gosh. So when you had put on your list, you wanted to do the move it, shake it. I was like, she probably means the mouse could dance it. But I also thought of the older version of move it shake it so if if anyone doesn't remember it or if you do remember it and you love it i don't want to leave you hanging here's a little bit of the old move it shake it too which i still still think is pretty good i love a song you could pump it up to that um that like breakdown is like (laughs) <laughs> so 90s but i love it they take it seriously um, yeah disney knows how to put a parade song together y'all do they know it especially could like the, it could be the dumbest lyrics yes i mean move it shake it lyrics are not like they're kind of dumb yeah but but just the way that they put it all together you're like yeah this is so this good this is the best it's not Come exactly on, it's gonna be all right like <laughs> 
nothing too crazy there. Nothing but... too crazy. I mean, even like the I know it's not a Disney World, but the magic happens over magic Disneyland. Happens. That's like oh. I so moon. there is like a okay. If you want to listen to Magic Happens, you can go find a clip on. Um, there is a song on Spotify, right? So okay. like Todrick Hall did put out like a it's like a two and a half minute whatever. But the you know the parade like version is it's like eight or nine minutes long. Yeah. So I did have Doug like we found a really good one and he like ripped it for me. So now I have it. I have it like on my phone in a file. So I can pull it up and listen to the whole thing if I want. And I do that in my car and I dance around and good. I love it. Again, that one is so catchy. Yes. Oh my gosh. And well, and because it uses songs too that you know, so you're like, oh, it's just like a pumped up version of a song that you love from a movie. Yeah. Get but then also with there. like original music. So I don't know. I love it. All right, hit me with another. Oh, I thought, are you going to do one? I don't remember. I think last time we just did our list individually. Okay. Doing our list. All right. My next one is, I mean, it's happily ever after guys. Oh. I haven't seen it in a while. That is one of the, that was one of the deal breakers for me with us canceling our pass was like, that's probably not going to happen for a while now. So I can listen to it. Um, I also had Doug rip me a really good version of that. <laughs> so I also have that on my phone so I can listen to both of those at the yes. same time. Uh, but if that doesn't give you goosebumps, I was going to ask you, what is like your favorite part? Like, is there a moment that just gets you in in that? I feel like I have six parts. Um, I know, first, so I think we should start in the beginning because obviously at, you know, when the show starts, it's like yeah. an immediate jump or a dive into a feeling. So if you've never right. heard it or if it's been a while since you've heard it, here we go. Even the music, like I know. And those... if you don't hear ready to begin Oh, do you mean this? Ready to begin. Let the wonder take hold. Feel it draw you in. What's the moment? Oh, we're gonna keep playing this, get ready. Oh, wait for it. Every step we take, it's so good. So good. It's so good. It's so I literally good. just got goosebumps <laughs> just listening to that. Such an idiot. Um, um, I love the part where, like, when it switches into Merida and she shoots the arrow off. Yes. I just, like, their transitions are really good where it's like, oh, yeah, something new. We're getting pumped. The, uh, the part with the Hunchback and Notre Dame, like, that song is so underrated. Yes. It's so good. I'm and like, I don't ever watch that movie, but I could listen to that song all day long. I have no real emotional connection to Hercules, the movie, but for some reason, no, no, like Nicole and I have wound up feeling feels every time the Go the Distance part yes. comes on. No, I um, love that movie. That is one that I feel like I was totally alone in loving to watch all the time. Like, mm -hmm. I watch it anytime. That's not a huge fan of it, but I'm like, oh, I could watch that movie all the time. Yeah. Stinking love. I should really. Well, here's the thing. Uh, two more things about Hercules. One, growing up when McDonald's decided to partner, they partnered a lot with Disney like back in the day. Yeah. But one thing they did was they released a triple cheeseburger for Hercules and it was 99 yeah. cents. So whenever I hear Hercules, I think there's a Hercules poster on my wall about how they were selling a 99 yeah. cent triple cheeseburger. If anyone else knows what I'm talking about, please, please well, let me know. Well, and a lot of people think of um, Eddie Murphy in, what was the movie? Like when he was, he put on the fat suit? No, yeah, and the mom would always, she's like, Hercules, Hercules. Yes, yes. Like, that's what a the lot of Nutty Professor, of. right? It was the there Nutty, one or two. Yeah. Nutty Professor, 
Professor? I thought it was. Maybe it was. I don't, I'm like getting movies mixed up in my head. Either I mean, way. Not even, but yeah, so I love that one. And then uh, emotional connection for me is uh, the Tangled, like when mm. the when the lanterns go up. Yes. I love that. Oh That's my gosh. like a big one for me. And the, um, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've looked up Love is an Open Door when they do that. It's like a, it's almost have, like a flower. Do you have a clip of that? I can get one. Okay. Um, because that I found out like that literally was just recorded for that. Yeah. That's there its is, own version. So many people would are like, I, I, cause I found out so many other people tried to find the full version of that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's literally just that clip that was done for happily ever after. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoever did it, they need to go back and like do this in whole song. Cause it's so good. Yes, it is. It's um, almost like a Haley Will- like if Haley Williams would do it. I'm like, Haley Williams, <laughs> I know you're listening to this podcast. She's definitely uh, listening. For those of you who don't know, she's the lead singer of Paramore. Yes. Uh, and I stinking love her. And I'm like, could you please, please, could you go back and do that? You have the, an amazing voice that you could do that, that full version of that song. So here's the part you're talking about from okay. Happily Ever After. <sighs> say goodbye, say goodbye to the pain of the gets you so good i was just get to you i was like who are the artists on that we'll have to look that up i know i've looked it up before um moving on one thing i want to mention because you know i'm all about the tiktok now it it turns out uh (laughs) jordan fisher so the the one of the two people here singing for happily ever after decided to make his own happily ever after uh, when he was setting up fireworks at Fourth of July, so just imagine you're at your neighborhood, like on your on the block, right, like outside your house. You're just doing your thing. Someone sets off like a little fountain, you know, no big deal. It's not even the one that shoots up in the sky. And then you hear one of your neighbors singing, and it's this. Uh, ready to begin. Let the wonder take hold. Feel it draw you in. Watch the moment unfold. Spark a dream that we're meant to follow. Setting out for a new tomorrow. Ooh. Awesome. <laughs> that one went right through me. I mean, you know how many people listen to that? Dude. Yeah. Jordan, Any- I know you're listening. Jordan, I know you're listening to this podcast. Yes. So Thanks, JF. We're, <laughs> we're a big fan. Give us a call. We want to talk to you. <laughs> Oh, I love that one. Okay, anyways, I could talk all day about Happily Ever After. Um, I mean, you get it, guys. You yes. get it. Also, when Tinkerbell flies, also another like, ah, because everyone yes. in the crowd goes, ah, like, it's like an audible gasp. Even yes. though every everybody knows it's coming, yeah. everyone still goes, ah. Um, anyways, the next one on my list is Judy Dench's voice on Spaceship Ooh, Earth. on SSE. You just can't get any better than that. Yeah, um, and luckily. She's one of the handful of people that have done it over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean, we don't know when this is closing. Maybe so it won't. I don't know. They've teased it many a time. Yes. We don't know if this project's still happening, uh, but I will miss her voice whenever that does happen. Yeah. I mean, right now it's it's delayed or paused or whatever mm-hmm. phrase that they use. But uh, if it's going to be some time since you go back, here's a little, a little uh, medley in the beginning of some maybe more famous things that Ms. or Dame 
Judy, Judy Dame Judy Dench says in Spaceship Earth. Now let's move ahead to ancient Egypt because something is about to happen here that will change the future forever. This unknown Egyptian pounding reeds flat is inventing papyrus, a sort of paper. paper. Papyrus. At this point, each civilization has its own form of writing, which none of the others can understand. But the Phoenicians, who trade with all of them, have a solution. They create a simple common alphabet adaptable to most languages. Remember how easy it was to learn your ABCs? Thank the Phoenicians. They invented them. Better thank those Phoenicians. That's my favorite part. Thank the Phoenicians. They invented them. I don't know why the one that always stands out for me is papyrus, a sort of paper. Sort of paper. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I feel like we're gonna have to get someone else with an English accent. So you guys better get on it, Disney. Yeah, I mean, it's well, been I mean, a couple. The whole, the whole thing is gonna be new anyway, so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. I've got two more. Okay. The next one is the Splash Mountain cue music. Yeah. That twangy banjo and harmonica. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know, you kind of know you're in Frontierland or, like, over in that area when you hear it. So oh, that's another you mean this? It definitely creates a vibe. Like, you know, you're about to get wet. It just makes me want to bust into, like rocky top or something i don't know like i i don't know just i think and love it i'm gonna miss it i mean you know we talked about the changes coming and everything um i am angry i will say here's my rant of the day i'm okay. super angry about the freaking merch i Ooh. have seen photos of people that literally brought trash bags in mm. and the like walls and stuff have been closed and somebody was there today they're like there's already a line for the merch i'm fine if you want to buy merch okay and sell it but not selling it for like four times the price of it yeah and i told doug i said i really hope no one buys any of this crap so that yes. these people are stuck with it forever that would forced, be forced to sell it at what the price is yes and i understand like upcharging a little bit because you got to pay for shipping or whatever yes but i like so i have always wanted to get one of the funko pops of like uh i think it's Brer rabbit in the um in, in the, the log foam yeah yeah, and so it's going for like 150 bucks on eBay, Jeez. and that just outrages me. Yes. I'm like, oh, and the fact that, um, I mean, literally people just had like multiple big bags, like the large bags full of stuff and trash bags. Who brings freaking trash <laughs> bags in to fill up with merch? And I just think that they should, I mean, it's going to come to a point, I hope, that Disney decides like we're going to have to limit people. Like you can come and get stuff, but you can only get like two or three at a time or and you have to come back like either – Get back in line, like go come back the next day or whatever. Something. But that it just enrages me that people are doing that for everything. Um, they're doing a virtual queue for the Shop Disney website now for the monthly uh, releases of like, you know, they've been doing the monthly releases for like the mini thing or whatever. They're yeah. starting to do that so people aren't selling stuff out. And I think it's like a lottery system. It's new. It hasn't started yet, but they've announced that it's yeah. it's coming. That would be nice if they would do that. I mean, yes. I understand like, hey, part of the part of the shtick, right, is like it's exclusive to the park. You have to get into the park to yeah. get stuff. But it's the fact that you have all these you have all these people that are right. They're getting to the park and they want to get something, but they can't because the person in front of them bought 20 of them. Yes. And like you're out. You know what I mean? To me, it's just not fair. I do I think know. the instant justice would be just they don't sell it on eBay. And now they're just stuck there with a lot of things with like a basement full of stuff. And then it's like, well, I would love if Disney would come in and just be like, nope, 
All of y'all are done. Like, we're not, you can't sell any of it now. We're going to sue you. <laughs> Anyways, that's my rant, and I'm over. Rant over. I think you got rant one last over. sound, right? One last sound. Let's bring it home. Uh, the digital sounds on the People Mover ride. I don't know. I just love, like, the sound, like, the, the like, music on the People Mover in general. But yeah. then it's like, there's, like, that background. It's yes. Like, I don't know. Especially when you're passing the, um, the rocket ships and stuff. I don't know why that's comforting to me. It just is. <laughs> um, no, no judgment here. So I tried to find, cause you know, uh, the note I had to go on from everybody from Beth was <laughs> digital sounds of the people mover. I'm like, okay, I think I know what she's talking about, but like, I didn't I even think that you were going to be looking at my notes. Like I literally <laughs> was just putting it in to kind of explain. Yeah. So that's funny that you were like, this was my so, note to find. Let's I, see if you got it. Let's I see if you hit think, it. I mean, this is what, what I thought you were talking about for people mover. You're I mean, right. I feel, like, I feel like it's this. It's mainly the sounds of just Tomorrowland in yes. general. And like, I'm just but, picturing like these little things spinning and floating up into the air and disappearing. Yes. yes. Well, and um, have you ever seen the movie Batteries Not Included? Yes. That's what I think of the little flying guys. Like, yes. Um, but yeah, because I don't know. It's just the sound, like all of those sounds with like mixed in with the guy that's narrating, mm-hmm. like the ride. So, yes. And you go in all these different segments and I don't know. I just love it and I miss it. And the... I miss it. I guess because, I mean, yeah, there's there's area music, right? But when you're on the people mover, you're pretty close to the speakers that play all that stuff. Yes. So, like, and it's playing on the ride, so you're you're hearing it more so than if you're just like walking around. It's a more full immersion of Tomorrowland for sure. Yeah. Than just walking around. So I guess it could be a both and, like, m- like music on the people mover slash just the music of Tomorrowland. Yeah. All right. And well. That's all I got. Oh gosh. Okay. I, I feel emotionally in. affected by most of those songs. Um, mm-hmm. Let me, I think, I think all of my sounds are also um, Magic Kingdom. So sorry, Did everybody. Do we have any crossover? No. I mean, okay. I would pick some of yours. Like, obviously, I would pick the t- the People Mover yeah. ride. Um, and again, it was closed when I went the other day. And I, it's, I think it's still closed today. So we'll see. We'll see what it's like. Yeah. Um, but I did hear that the physical distance markers are on the in the queue so it's a good sign that might be just something unrelated as to why it's not open so let's start over in tomorrowland actually while we're talking about it and um, i have two clips from this because I, I i think i've actually played this second clip before because it's, it's always outrageous to me but we'll do this one first so this is you know that traditional song that you hear on carousel of progress so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away So we did get to do People uh, people Mover. We did get to do Carousel of Progress when we did our uh, Magic Kingdom preview. And it turns out I did miss it. And it's not just a nap yeah. fest. And I won't feel that way the second time I see it. The second time I'm like, oh, I can't wait to sleep. It's um, kind of fun to see like how much you can get the crowd kind of like into Pumped? the song yes because yeah. there have been times where we're like we're so tired but we're like all right everyone like you start clapping, clapping and, and, and like singing. and right. there's once we got stuck i guess 
we kind of got stuck in the middle and it like replayed the song. So then everybody was really, cause everyone's like, <laughs> they were like really into it. Um, and it's like, everybody knows the song. Yes. It's like, and you hear it like four times on the right. Four itself, times. So. And it's so great. And, um, they're selling merch. Now we've only seen these in the gift shops at the resorts. You may have seen it on uh, I can't remember if I put it on my personal or on the park life one, yes. but it's this little thing that, that goes on the desk. It's this nice, colorful thing that says, there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. I'll post another photo in our story so you can see what I'm talking yeah. about if you missed it the day this episode airs. Because it's really cool, and it's not super expensive. And it just yeah. goes on your desk. It's like where you would normally put your name on like a nameplate kind of thing. Yeah, But it's like sure. a nice little thing. So there's a piece to that song that I always just, and I don't laugh out loud anymore because I, you know I'm already getting enough judgment, but... There's someone, one of like the background singers. Yeah, like, just, is the lady singer. Yes, she's just going for it, right? Like this is her audition to get her yeah, own like solo album. About, uh, the birds on Slash Mountain. Yes. They and just the like stand out. <laughs> yes. So here's like, a little oh. a little bit of the lady that always cracks me up. See if you can hear it in the background. A big, beautiful tomorrow. And tomorrow is just a dream away. Man has a dream. That's the star. He follows his dream with mind and heart. And when like, I don't know, she's just, oh, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it's like an old cartoon where she's just falling off a cliff and she's making that Apparently. sound. Oh my gosh. Woo. I'm going to start doing that now. We'll be recording. You'll just hear me in the background. Oh, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> just gets me every time. You all would love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, everyone would love it. <laughs> and um, here's something that's actually not a song. It's truly just a sound that I didn't realize would affect me until we're in the park and we're walking around. I think I, we didn't even really get past Main Street because you can pretty much hear right. this. You're already blubbering by this point. Guys, I was very emotional, okay? I went back <laughs> and, and you're was, like, there it is. There's that sound. I went back. I was watching my videos from that this morning um, and like just you can see the tears building up in my eyes, which is embarrassing. Um, so here's the sound we heard just even walking down Main Street here in most areas of the park. And for some reason, it just reminds me that things are moving. It's like that thing they talk about on the Imagineering story about how they like the idea of, of kinetics that you can yeah. see things moving. But I think there's right. something to be said of hearing sound effects from other parts of the park, knowing that there's like stuff going on right. in other parts of the park. T's ready. No, that's the uh, that's the the horn from the steamboat that goes around Rivers of okay. America, right? Oh, okay. I, my first thought was the um, the train. Like, yes. That's why I love hearing the train in different parts of the park. Yes. Like walking around. I like that too. I didn't want to. I didn't want to include that sound because the train has been out of commission for a while I and know. probably for the foreseeable future, just yeah. until Tron is done. So okay. I didn't want to bum everyone out with a sound that's definitely a, not happening. It's a good sound. Yes. Uh, what's next what's on next? my list? Uh, a classic dark ride attraction mm -hmm. and you probably find the beginning of this more iconic and it is because it's the welcome foolish mortals sound effect but i wanted to go a little bit deeper into haunted mansion for something i didn't realize i had emotional connection to until i went so long without it and then we're in the graveyard scene and the haunted mansion bop comes on when the cliff doors creak and the tombstones quake Happy 
shrouded in the disguise. It's so good. Also featured at the end of the graveyard scene is a. Yes. What if it's the so same like lady? Viking lady? I don't yes. Know, probably is. We need to find Could that be. out. My God, it's but a conspiracy. Getting it too. I don't know. Disney likes to do that. They like to they repurpose like, and recycle. Like, yeah. No, but they like to throw in like I don't know. Just put some lady singing like opera, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect touch. It's the cherry on top of any Sunday. I mean, if that's your thing. If you're old school. Yes. Uh, one last thing I have um, that's current before I have an old throwback for everybody of something that I was listening to 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 keep me sane during quarantine. So this is something that still exists in magic kingdom and another classic ride one that we covered in our classic mm-hmm. uh did we cover this no i don't remember yes we covered this in our classic dark ride stuff um this is from it's a small world and listen it's not the okay, song here we go. it's here not the song go. because the song although iconic and catchy is its own thing but there's a certain room and this is one of nicole's favorite things too mm-hmm. and i've forgotten how much of it affects my mood until they heard it yeah. again when we went to Magic Kingdom recently. So this is like the Polynesian room. It's kind of towards yeah. the end. And it's got a couple of like... Here, here's this. Watch this. they're like the um the grass skirt girls are like really getting it where i like to do the video of shakira <laughs> yeah hips don't lie yeah seriously i do like that that's probably one of my favorite rooms on the ride yeah um let's pause and talk about the jungle room with the hippopotamus what is oh up? my god Can we not get her eyes fixed yes so if you're missing what beth's talking about the uh on our instagram at that park life podcast i put to our story because we've talked about the over what i call the over blinking hippo because one of its eyelids blinks but you can see like it blinks too much and you can see the rest of the eye but now one of the lights one of the eyes are illuminated and the other is not so it's It's even weirder i don't know it's so jacked up i'm like guys can we just give her a little bit of love and she's my favorite animatronic of the whole ride (laughs) And her eyes have always been jacked up. It's like she's starting to get Ariel status on Little Mermaid Ride, where Ariel just looks like she's on drugs. Yes. Um, or uh, Tiger Lily in the Peter Pan Ride, where yes. she just looks like she's on drugs, yes. which is actually the scene where they're like all doing drugs. Yes. Um, like, someone, please help her. Yes. Because they're so bright. Like, when you go into that room, your eye goes to that because you're yes. like, what is that bright light on that big hippo? What's yes. her eyes blinking? And she just looks like. I don't know. She looks sick or something. Something's <laughs> up. I mean, and I, then I think like, I always think on, on the other side of this is like, maybe this is a joke. Like someone is pulling a prank right. on all of us and they're just trying to see how far this can go before it becomes an actual issue. I'm like, what will happen if we complain? Is that one thing we could do to complain? Yes. I love, like, let's do a review on that. Like, I love this ride, except for that hippopotamus. <laughs> someone please help her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make t-shirts about the hippopotamus. The overblinking hippo. Yes. Um, one last piece of sound I want to play for us in our Disney sounds we love is something that doesn't exist anymore, but it's definitely something I still listen to. And I used it for like the waiting room music for one of our live episodes. Hey, remember those guys? I know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I have to go back to work and now I have no time for live shows. But yeah, so um, I play this as like, you know, something you were hearing when you were logging into to our uh, to our live stream. And maybe you remember this, but this is a now retired nighttime parade 
from Magic mm. Kingdom. See if you remember this. So good. They need to bring Spectrum it back. Spectro magic. Spectro magic. A Love symphony and spectrum magic. Sad that all of our stuff is from Magic Kingdom. I'm I was trying to think of sounds from other parks, and I'm like, I just don't. I don't know. I guess just nostalgia wise. I my favorite sounds are Magic Kingdom. It's clearly my favorite park, but it like, is. I, I mean, I guess if I'm like, like was really trying to think, right? I'm like Epcot. I could say so. Like I like the music at Soren, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm like other sounds. I don't know. There's just not a ton that really hit me the way that all those other ones do. And in our first episode in part one, I definitely had some from Epcot. Yeah, for sure. And I wouldn't be surprised if one of us had some like Tower of Terror or something. But um, I just I just, you know, I guess I'm still riding my Magic Kingdom high and just everything hit me. And I bet you when I go to Epcot next week, the same thing. I was like, oh, my God, guys, all these Epcot sounds that I forgot I love so much. Probably have some. I don't know. Maybe you should think of some that hit you in Epcot. And we we could figure that out. But um, also, guys, send us what sounds you miss. Yeah, I'd love to hear like random sounds some of you guys miss because i'm sure it could be it'll be like random i don't know i just want to hear like random things that are like this sounds weird but this is what i miss um so send them on down to us send them on down send them on down um let's uh i guess we can hop into some quick i only have one news item so a true okay. a true nugget news nuggets dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth i think this is some good news for people who are feeling anxious about having to arrive at Hollywood Studios first thing all the time just to go and rise the resistance. So in our new version of the park experience, they're still offering a virtual queue for rise the resistance. And you may remember previously you had to be within the gates of the park. Um, let's say it opened up at eight. You had to be there by eight. Maybe like, like 4 a.m. No, you know, well, in the beginning, yes. But as long as you were in the park at eight, yeah. Um, you could log on to the My Disney Experience app and try to get your spot in line. So that obviously now would mean that everyone has to get to the park in the beginning of the day, which they're trying. I'm assuming they're trying to avoid yes. because they don't want a backlog of people at the entrance. So now in our new version of Hollywood Studios, they're still offering a virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, but they're distributing the um, virtual queues yes. three times a day. Yeah. So one at 10, which is when the park opens, it's open from 10 to 8. Again, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then again at 4. So at those times, again, you have to be in, in the park. You have to be on the park property in, in the through the turnstile. You can pull up the app and try to get a spot yeah. in the virtual queue. I definitely like this better. Yes. Um, I feel like it would have been nice if they did this in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but again, they also said, like, below that, the disclaimer also says, you know, this does not guarantee that you will get to ride the ride. Yes. Um, just because, you know, they still have a lot of, they still have issues. It's yeah. not, it's not perfect. Um, there's a lot of different things that go into this ride. It's basically three rides in one. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, if everything's working all together, that's yeah. great. But a lot of I times mean, it doesn't. Think of a fast pass. Technically, a fast pass is not a guarantee to get on the ride. At any point, any ride right. in any park right. can go down for whatever reason. So yeah. they just don't want you to go into the impression, well, I got a virtual ride queue yeah. spot. Well, no, it's just that if it's operating, you'll you'll likely get in. Yeah. But if it's not, obviously you can't. 
because of all the stuff they had before, they just kind of had to cover their butts on that one. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure people um, were complaining. Yeah, it's great. Are you, I guess you guys, no, y'all aren't, gonna, y'all aren't doing Hollywood Studios. No, we couldn't get it. It had uh, filled up by the by the time. Yeah. I wanted to get, I was, you know, I logged it. So our our cast member preview entry, like our, reg- our registration started at midnight, technically 11.59 on, on a Sunday night. So I'd work the next day. So I literally went to bed, set an alarm to wake back up at 11.50 something. So I did Magic Kingdom first under me, so that because that's the number one, and the number two was going to be Hollywood Studios. And then by the time I was able to get in to register under Nicole, um, yeah. the Hollywood Studios were already taken. So we got Epcot. Not that there's anything wrong with Epcot. Just we wanted, I wanted to go to Hollywood because Nicole still have, hasn't done Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Oh yeah. Yes. Really? She hasn't. No, because we had a, a cast member preview specifically for that, but she was sick that day. She wound up getting sick, so she couldn't go. And then we're not allowed into that park ever. So. So sad. Um, so. Yeah. And the other thing is, is, I mean, pretty much everything is open at this point now, no matter like who you are, what kind of tickets you got, you can make reservations for things. Yep. Obviously there are different levels to that. Um, I think yeah, like, for annual pass holders, like obviously if you're staying on resort, you can make a, um, you can make your park reservations for the whole time you're there. If not, it's like a rolling three days. Yep. And I guess it's kind of like a fast pass where you have to at least, like you can go for one day and then you can book the next, like yes. you can book three days out um, yep, yep. after that. So that's kind of how they're doing it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go back in time a little bit before we get to our brand new segment That's right. with our Disney really one star reviews. But first we'll go back in time for a little Disney history. What you got? Um, I'm going back to 2003. And it's uh, Walt Disney World introduced new lightweight language translation headsets. These headsets oh. incorporate wireless technology that provides synchronized narration in five languages. I did not know that they had this. I did not either. I had no idea. So then I looked it up on the Disney site. It says, yes, translation devices are available for guests with limited English fluency. On select attractions, these devices allow guests to hear a translation of the experience. Uh, they may choose uh, from one to one of the five languages, which are French, German, Japanese, Portuguese, and Spanish. Uh, the devices are called Ears to the World, Disney's show translator. Wow. And they're, you can get them at guest relations in each part. Um, and then obviously we know that there's guide maps in different languages, but I had no idea that this was an actual thing. It's so great now that I, like I hear yeah. about it. Um, and I'm curious, because I'm curious if other other parks have this. Meaning like if you were to go to Tokyo, do you think that have yeah. the English? Because that would be really nice. That would be like that. I feel like that would help. That would like make my anxiety so much lower just yes. knowing that I can do that. Well, I mean, if you see the videos, if obviously you haven't been there and neither have I. So the only experience I was watching other people on YouTube, but a lot of stuff is in English, both written and right. audio, but then, but then they switch and it's like, well, I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. And there's like, but there's in the rides though, there's a lot of stuff like pirates and stuff. It's yeah. like all in different languages. And yes. I'm like, I mean, I don't know what they're saying, but everything else is cool. Yeah. Um, but it would be really cool to have that. So I'm just curious if any of you guys out there have tried this. Yes. For family members, or your, I mean yourself, even I don't. I just think it'd be interesting. I didn't know this was a thing, but I'm like so glad that they have that. I don't think we ever talked about this, even just me and you, but um, yeah. about how there are people from around the world who actually listen. So the reason why I say actually listen is I always think like, well, why would anyone who doesn't speak this language or from America listen to our podcast or any American Disney podcast? Because like, yeah. I don't know, just a bunch of Americans. <laughs> well, because we are like closer to it, I guess. I and- guess so. So, you know, we got boots on the ground, if you will. So 
we have some people from Australia. This is, I mean, I'm looking at the map right now of where people have listened from. Okay. Um, a bunch from the UK. So shout out to the Brits. Yep. Hello. And then, um, <laughs> just teasing. Now at this point, there's not a lot, but like a very small handful yeah. from Mexico and Australia are on here. There was one so complete. Oh, um, Australia. I think I said Australia, Ireland. One okay. person. We literally have one download I, from. A, we got one guy who Ireland, so. who listened to one episode and clearly stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh just one. Just He's like, one. Ah, I'm not into it. Maybe he was forget the one it. That not so nice review on our thing. Oh, it could be. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to our history. Yes. Let's go back to 1995 when Disney's Wedding Pavilion opened over at the Grand Floridian Resort. And I guess I never really put much thought into this, but it's an island. So yeah. you have to take a bridge to get to it. But I just thought the bridge was like to make it fancy. But if you look at it, it's actually a little island. Right. And the thing is like they could have made it an island because it's a man-made body of water. Seven Seas Lagoon is man-made. So they could have just dug out the land to make it appear as if it's an island. You know what I'm saying? But either way, it's an island. And uh, if you're wondering, it can fit up to 300 guests. So if you're having a big wedding and you still want to do it at Disney, you can still fit. Man, that can you imagine having that many people at your Disney wedding? Well, I was thinking 300 people at your Disney wedding. I'm just curious, where do you keep your piles of money? Because <laughs> how do you hide it from people? That's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine like having that many people actually come no. to your wedding? Like, well, now you but can't. I'm, but I'm sure people have done it. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. Now I'm pretty sure that's not possible, but that's just because of, yeah. you know, well, life right just, now. It's just getting that many people together to be at your wedding. That's probably at some weird time of the day <laughs> <laughs> or night. I mean, I guess maybe that's mainly for the parks, but uh, because I did see that they opened up the Tree of Life is like a new one, isn't it? It's a new wedding venue spot. Is it? I don't know. I haven't noticed, I haven't I researched it. I want to say I saw that somewhere where um, like that big area right there is a new is a new wedding venue spot. I mean, it's a great backdrop. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your wedding at a weird time. It's either going to be really early in the morning or after. Like, that's what that's what gets me is that people have their weddings in these places. But it's like at the weirdest time. If it's in park, you have to be out before that park opens. I mean, the nice thing about Epcot oh, is. Who's going? Oh, I'm going to this wedding. Well, what time is the wedding? Well, it's at four in the morning. No, I mean, it's, it's never not... at four. What? Well, I mean, now with the modified park hours, it's going to be weird at Animal Kingdom because the park opens up at 8 every day. Whereas, like, Epcot's at 11, and World Showcase was always 11, so you can get married at the Canada Pavilion, so you just had to be out by 11, so that's not bad. I think you can get married right. at 9. I think that might but be the latest one. to think, like, you go, go, I mean, when have you gone to a wedding at that time in the morning? It's true. I mean, we did ours on at like, noon. On, like, a Wednesday. <laughs> yes, we did ours at noon on a Thursday. But when you're in Disney... Yeah. Days of the week don't really matter. Like there's no right, such no such thing as the weekend. And then yeah. for me, it was more just like, well, if I we didn't choose a park location, obviously, but if we were, it wouldn't be so much about time of day. It would be more like, man, imagine our photos. Oh, that's yeah. kind well, of what I it mean, is. Yeah. yeah, obviously, that's why a lot of people want to do that. Oh yeah, for the pictures. What? Um, how many people did y'all have at your wedding? We had our package allowed us to have eighteen plus bride and groom, and that was what we did. We had our eighteen people plus okay. bride and groom. Oh, okay. But that's all I could fit. I know, again, this is at a different time when congregations of people was allowed, but right. um, we had the full for our package. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty small. I mean, we had a reception back home for more for like the rest of our family who obviously okay. weren't going to come down. Um, but anyway, we have a brand a new, new segment. A brand new segment. You can only guess who thought of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
Well, and you you tell you tell us what what your thought process was because I'm okay. I'm excited about it, but I know this is like your thing. Okay, I just thought this would be fun because there is another podcast that um, someone in my family listens to, and it's basically where they go. It's a brother and sister, and they literally just do one star reviews of things like on Amazon or whatever. Um, and they'll just find like the most ridiculous reviews and then kind of break them down. So I thought it would be really fun to do. Okay. One, one star Disney reviews. All right. So we bring to you officially the start of a new segment, Disney one star reviews. All right. Do you want to do yours first? Okay. Yes. Mine hails. Um, this is a, so these are going to be like random Disney things. They can be about anything. I wanted to start with one that was kind of more broad. So this is a okay. review of. Magic Kingdom. Okay. And it is for January of this year. Okay. So I want to tell you like when this review was made. So just to kind of get an idea. So this is before quarantine. Um, and this guy's name, I don't know. Should we do names? Do a name. Well, I have a name in mind, but it could be anybody okay. if it's a first name. His name, is, his name is just Joshua B. Okay. So Joshua B says, what? And also something very important is to read the review exactly how it is. Yes. Um, so that you can understand maybe this person's uh perspective IQ? yeah okay. <laughs> okay all right this says what the actual boring place charges me this amount of space money to come into the park forces me space to be around mutants like millions of them but doesn't offer even a chardonnay to purchase <laughs> I guess um, is that there it? Were a lot. Yes. Okay. I just thought that was funny. I was like, short and simple. Okay, Joshua B. He is what the actual boring place charges me this amount of space money to come into the park, forces me space like there's a space in this sentence for like no reason to be around mutants. That's what I thought was funny. <laughs> comma like millions of them. Comma but doesn't offer even a chardonnay to purchase. Now he did spell chardonnay right. Yes. I thought that was um, interesting, but what what got me about the mutants is because we like we use that term in like the wrestling world. Yes, you know, like it's like it's like crazy fans that you're like, oh my gosh, there's a bunch of mutants. Like, so. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> here's the thing about this review that you've just provided to us, and by the way, thank you for this one. Um, <laughs> it's interesting that he calls this place a boring place, but then describes right. it as being full of mutants, which would be not right. boring, right? That's right. inherently not boring. And, dude, what guy's walking around wanting a Chardonnay? <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't drink sh- Chardonnay, okay? But I don't, I, and I don't know much about it, but I don't think that's one of those. That's, that's not my, like, like easy breezy my, drink, like, right? That's I'm going to complain online <laughs> and put Chardonnay in there. Like, you like you know what I mean? Yes. I, it could be. Well, it was funny because a lot of the reviews that I was, like, a lot of the one-star reviews that I was found, a, like, a bunch of them, they're like, about Magic Kingdom, we're complaining yes. that you can't get alcohol there. And it's like, like that was their thing. their thing was like, I can't believe blah 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 blah, and they don't sell alcohol. I'm yes. like, oh my gosh, if you're if your if your point is to come to Disney to get wasted, like there are parks for that. It's called Epcot. Yes, and <laughs> there's places local to your house. They're called bars and restaurants. Like go That's get drunk true. somewhere else. That's true. Um, by the way, you know, I don't know if this person knows that you can buy. Well, maybe about this person, but other people. You can buy alcohol in Magic Kingdom. It's just at a table service restaurant. You can't buy a beer and walk around. And that's right. fine. 
Like uh, when I started the sentence, it was like, what the actual, and then I was like, oh, it says, what the actual boring place. I'm like, this sentence doesn't make sense. It but doesn't okay. even compute. Okay. Anyways, that would be, I hope you have not returned, and I'm sorry for your experience. I'm so sorry. You know what, Joshy B, I hope wherever you are, you're out there with your little glass of Chardonnay, just enjoying <laughs> life, mutant free. Oh my gosh. I assume he was not a fan of the Ninja Turtles. Okay. So I have, I found a review. I don't, I know that it's from before quarantine or before COVID. So I know that this refers to the image of most people, most people have of Disney as it being packed, right? Um, this is from Jacqueline L in Tampa, mm-hmm. Florida. What up? What up, Jackie? This has a few expletives in it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to change the word. I know we're trying to read these verbatim, but I'm going to change two of the words so it's not to offend anybody, but I'm going to keep the A word in there. Okay. Everybody, if you can handle that. Earmuffs. Earmuffs, guys. <clears throat> we all ready for this one? I'm ready. Disney World is hell on earth. <laughs> it's hot. Everyone is sweating like crazy. No one understands the concept of moving the hell out of the way when someone is trying to get around them. Not a single person in the entire freaking place isn't coughing up a lung from a cold or freaking polio. You have to put a second mortgage on your house just to be able to cover the cost of getting into the park and then sell your firstborn in order to be able to get some diseased tap water out of a cheap-ass Mickey Head water bottle. Kids and adults are puking all over the place because they're all freaking drunk off deep-fried blocks of butter and happy rainbow slushies and decided it would be a great idea to ride all the crap they have no business being near after the diabetes feast of deep-fried fudgery they attempted suicide with. So, shout out to Jacqueline, who's having a great day. You had a really good magical day. (laughs) Uh, It was just magical unicorn throw-up day. Yes, Um, by the way. How how many people did she actually see throwing up? That's what I want to know. I mean, I don't. I know that people do complain about there being people vomiting at Epcot, and I know that it exists. I just happen to personally yeah. never experience it, but yeah, I get it. Fine. Um, I mean, here's the thing: a lot of what she said, I agree with. Okay, <laughs> a lot of what she said, I totally agree with. But there's a lot that I also don't agree with. <laughs> By the way, do you you can't get deep fried butter? No, we're not at the fair. It's Maybe not she a county fair. fair. She's not at the county fair. Deep fried fudgery was the other one. Yes. Well, because the real word that she used was not fudge. You know what it is. Funnier to think yes. she's deep fried. Also, that. I don't know that they even sell rainbow slushies. I feel like she is just... Yeah, she's literally like laying it on thick here. She's combining past experiences. However, I will agree with... I don't think our tap water is diseased, but it no, is... It is ta- not used to it. Yeah, mm. it definitely has its own taste. Nicole's brother calls it broccoli water, and I understand it's, that. It's sulfur water. Yeah. Because like just what it smells like you can taste it in the that's why i like to get um there's like places that you go where it doesn't taste like that because it's been so filtered in the park so that's why i also like you can't change the water you can go anywhere and the water might seem weird to you if you're not used to it and that's anywhere in florida that's like here at my house it tastes the same as it does in florida and uh disney um i also just love that and you know i'm not making light of anyone who is living with diabetes right but she does commit (laughs) all the way and does the diabetes the way that like from that commercial like that's the way that this person so that which i mean i get it but like that's part of the like whole thing with disney is it's like treat yourself like this whole place is a treat yourself place yes so of course i'm gonna get the cupcake yeah of their some people go and they want to eat healthy or whatever like a lot of people are not there to eat healthy 
uh, they're there to treat themselves because they're in a magical place where calories don't count. First calories of all, calories don't count there. Don't count. Um, what else did she say? There was oh, the only thing that I like, really agree with is people not paying attention. Yeah. And like looking up from your phone for a minute to see all the things around you, and that there's other people walking around you. And I mean, there were so many times, Doug. Like Doug is the the wall, like the brick wall. <laughs> I mean, so many times people would literally just walk right into him and he'd just be like, seriously? Like, are you serious? Yes. They're just not looking up. It's like, no. look up away from, if you're going to walk somewhere, you better have really good awareness or you need to stop if you're going to be look, like on your phone and not paying attention. I agree. And honestly, like, that the concept of people not paying attention could probably describe major city anywhere in America. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. that's just common everywhere it's just really irritating when you're like like she said when you've paid the money and yes. you're there and you want to have this experience and then other people are just like in your way so anyway that was our <laughs> disney one-star reviews disney one-star reviews more on this in the future that's I look, right i look forward to everyone's vivid imagination of their experiences <laughs> Can't wait. of magic kingdom and other parks i mean she didn't specifically say it was magic kingdom but right. you know that it's a lot of magic kingdom plus probably some epcot yeah that's true Sweet. All right, wrapping us up today. I, of course, wow. have a, a quote to, to leave us today. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at The Disney Greg. I am at The Healthy Hot Mess because that's what I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hot mess. Maybe not so much healthy all the time. I'm just kidding. If you're looking to pick up something to complement your Disney Park experiences or bring a little Disney at home, don't forget we are partners with World Traveler Trading. They're the ones that offer those key fobs. Yes. I'm holding up my fancy cast member one. Uh, oh, it's got the little cast member logo that you probably see on um, you know, some cars when you're driving around Florida. Yes. I um, added, uh, I'm using the Space Mountain one right now. Oh. I love it. I also uh, got my vintage Epcot one, which I'm excited about. I'm going to bring it to Epcot with me when I go on Monday for our okay, preview. Which one did you get? I got the green one. Which one did you get? It's this blue one that's got the old, uh, like the vintage Epcot logo uh, on it okay. with a little rainbow. It's just like the Epcot ball yeah. like, pattern. Oh my it's gosh. I'm excited. I love it. So if yeah. you want to purchase yours, you can do so. The link to her shop is uh, in the description of this, or you can just go on Etsy and look up World Traveler Trading. And if you use our special code, that park life. All one word, that park life. Mm -hmm. You can save 15% off of your purchase. Get them, y'all. They're cheap. They're like not cheap as in they're made Inexpensive. cheap. Inexpensive. They're not super expensive. Um, they add amazing flair to your all like everyday Disney. Um, your Disney. What is life. the word I'm thinking? Your life. <laughs> you want to add some, to your right, life. Back up, back up. If you want to <laughs> add years to your life, you can purchase one of these key fobs. <laughs> edit this out. Edit this out. And All right. people are going to ask you about it and you're going to be like, oh yeah, it's because I love Disney and let me tell you about it. Anyways. Yes. I love getting diabetes and eating deep fried butter. That's right. <laughs> and my name's Jacqueline. <laughs> Shout out. I'm my gonna, name's Jacqueline. I'm going to remember Jacqueline for the rest of my life now. Okay. A quote for you. This is a thinker, guys. This is a, a little lesson learned scenario here. This is from Alice in Wonderland. Mm. And here's the quote. Why, sometimes I've believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. So if you're feeling like maybe your imagination's running wild or you're kind of in a rut, just allow your, your imagination to, to run wild. Be, be curious and allow some days to bring some new adventures. And have a very merry unbirthday. And have a very merry unbirthday. That's all from us today. Thanks for listening to our Disney Sounds We Love Part 2. Part 2, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, all right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>